This is HPR episode 2235 entitled Linux.conf.0 2017. First time as interviews and is part of the series Interviews. It is hosted by Clinton Roy and is about 37 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is Clinton speaks to free Linux.conf.0 first timers. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Here we are at the afternoon tea session of yep. the final day of LinuxConf AU. So this is the, the final chance that I, I have to uh, have a talk with someone. Um, all my previous interviews have been with uh, old hands at LinuxConf AU. Oh, right. Um, so I thought it'd be a really good idea to try and get the opinion of someone who hasn't been to LinuxConf AU before. Well, that is in fact the case. Yes, my first LinuxConf I am. Um, so I'm joined by York, who I'm actually sharing some accommodation with back at the student dorms. Indeed. So just just to try and get a little bit of context, have you been to other conferences before? No, I don't think I've been to well, essentially any conference. Okay, uh, right. Certainly not professionally oriented, uh, well, as much as Linux is, well, it's a component of professional, I guess. It's yep. also a component of hobbyist, which is the ticket I'm here under. Yep, cool. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, so, so how are you finding it? Oh, it's been quite enjoyable. I mean, also a bit intense. It's been a, two days at least. I've gone, oh, I actually have to go back and have a nap sort of thing. Cause right, just, right. Used up all of the, uh, the, the brain power. So, and it's not, and, uh, even, that's even after getting plenty of sleep because I'm pretty insistent getting my sleep. So yep, yep. I can say with fair confidence that it is actually pretty draining. Yes, yes. I mean, five days, that's, yeah. And, and I think um, it, it depends on how deeply uh, 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 deeply you dive into these things, where uh, if you go to talks that are outside of your, your wheelhouse... Which is, frankly, most of them. It's it, it's very easy to, to go to a lot of talks that are very detailed on a topic that you know nothing about. And you, you because you're not comfortable in that area, you just end up spending a lot more uh, brain power trying to catch up to it well as much as I can of course there's a lot of blanks to be like I actually have no reference material in my head and I can't really go and look it up right now yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you can google sure. when you're uh, in a private space and you've only got the computer in front of you but when you've got the talk in front of you you have neither the time nor really the capacity to do that yep. unless you want to miss the talk <laughs> so um, so so you did you manage to come for the entire conference I think you've, you've, yeah yep. more or less cool so both the mini conferences and, and the main part yeah. of the event. I mean, well, actually, I to be honest, I think I found out uh, even possibly some more value in the mini comps than the main ones. To be honest, okay. um, maybe because the uh, the mini comps were a little bit more experimental, I guess. Yep. Yep. As the main conferences did have quite a lot of technical detail, which I wasn't really able to grasp. Right. Okay. Of. So, uh, 
uh, I particularly enjoyed the first one I went to, which was the one on how do you deal with uh, machines that are on the customer's site, but it's your job to administer. Right. And, like, that was all called the opposite of the cloud. The, the on-premise solution is, is the other uh, buzzword that uh, we use for that, that sort of thing. Uh-huh. Um, so, so, so what, what made you sort of uh, decide to come to, to LinuxConf.au and um, that, that expectation and that, that reason for joining, has that been, uh, has that been met? Uh, well, I, I had been meaning to go to LinuxConf for the last two years or so and didn't get around to it. The thing that actually tipped me over is the fact that it's in Tasmania. I have family here. I love Tasmania. It's nice and cool. You know, the Australian summer's going to be very hot, but that's not the case here, especially considering the rain and cloud outside. Yep. Well, it hasn't been like that all this week, but... Yep, yep. Uh, you know, at least in the final days. So. Right, here's Hobart. <laughs> yeah, I, I, come, I come from Brisbane, so... Um, it is it is very rare for the conference to be um, anywhere where the weather's hotter and worse. So I I do see uh, Linux Confu in January as a very good way of escaping some of the worst, uh, the, the hottest, muggiest weather for oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, you know a lot of people like. A lot of people uh, use Linux Confu as, as a bit of a trip. If they're coming from overseas, it's it's a long way, so they'll whack on a few few days beforehand and afterhand to uh, to pad out a bit of a trip. So yeah, okay. So so ha- how have you been enjoying the talks? Like, what I mean, the method in which I've been enjoying it, I can't. I don't know. I've mostly just listened, look at the slides, thought about it a bit. You know. It's kind of not really a thing that you can sort of do anything else because once you start trying to talk to your neighbour, that's A, rude to the person up front. B, you're not going to be able to hear what they're saying. And if you go and look up some reference material, it's the same sort of do. Well, maybe not distracting, but you still yeah. can't really hear what's going on. Yeah. Um, Over the years, I've sort of gone through a few different phases. Like I, I would try to take notes on the laptop. And then I did I was, that for the first couple, but then after that, I'm like, nah, I can't bother. Yeah, I, I ended up ditching the laptop, and I just used pencil and paper. Oh. And I would just take one or two um, sort of powerful notes, like if there was something that I definitely wanted to go yeah. go back and look up later. It'd just be a particular project name or URL or something like that. Yes. Um, but I do, I do still find that some talks I, I get into, and then it's like... Yeah, there's no part of this talk that I'm going to be able to use. It's interesting, yeah, but... Yeah. Um, well, I think I, I found that a lot, too. Like, the first three, like, uh, on the Monday, I, I started taking notes after that. I'm very much reduced. I did actually, though, yesterday afternoon, um, uh, sort of sat down and, and thought to myself, okay, so what did I actually listen to? Um, and so I went through the list, go, oh, yeah, I went to that, and then wrote, like, a very quick one to maybe three sentence summary to myself of what yep. I picked up there yep for sure so, you know hopefully so that if I go over it can sort of jog my memory a bit more about some of the other contents of it yep for sure and um, like I, I have no idea what you do as a trade so are you uh, working or studying at the moment um, well, I'm working I have worked at the same uh, company it's a little company so was work at all involved in, nope. in sending you so it's uh, a personal I did, thing I, did mention it to one of the guys there. Like, oh, yeah, you could, you could possibly get through work, but I didn't really want to follow it up. But at that point, I'd actually already bought the ticket and, you know, the whole Tasmania thing, and I thought yeah. it's new for me. Yep. I I thought it was more for myself than for my company. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah. for sure. I thought I'd let it go. Maybe maybe next time I'll consider it more seriously going through through the company, but yep, yeah, for sure. Time. So you, you also mentioned you did a little bit of volunteering uh, oh, before? Yeah, so I um, was a speaker uh, in the, the last session. Of, uh, well, not Did I say speaker? No, I didn't mean speaker. I was a session chair. A much less intensive thing. I don't think, a, <laughs> I don't think a, coming as a speaker is necessarily something you'd want to do on your very first show. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so, session chair, I... So you're introducing the speaker, yeah. um, keeping them to time, and uh, uh, handling the, the Q&A part after the talk. Yeah, well, the first one didn't really get a lot of Q&A. We got one. Uh, the rule, you know, the rule is, uh, you know, Always. you're here for comments, you're here for questions. Yes. So the first guy I walk up to immediately goes and gives a comment, and I'm like, that's not a question. We actually have time for one more question, which is the original premise. So the second one, at least, was a question. Cool. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, um, thank you very much for, for volunteering, for, yeah. for doing that, that session, Jerry. Right. I should probably also mention, I don't feel I did it very well. It's like a sort of broken up speech, a bit stuttery, because I don't really have time to prepare. Cause it's sort of, it's, yeah. it, it'll be totally <laughs> fine. It's, like The most important thing is keeping the speaker of time and not, not letting the speaker run over time. So that's, that's yeah. the main thing. So, have any um, have any talks um, really grabbed you in a particular way? Like like things that you, you definitely want to go back and, and have a look at the, a particular project? Maybe? Yeah, it was actually one that was a bit more human one, uh, but that's actually not so much for their human aspect, more because I'm sort of interested in doing that myself. They it was a, a pair from New Zealand who came around with how do we make a, sen- a humidity and temperature sensor really cheap. Uh, so that way we can deploy it in people's houses where mold is a constant problem. So I myself, I in my case, it's sort of the opposite. I think it gets too hot and I wouldn't mind knowing you know, how hot it actually gets and the humidity, etc. Um, and so, I don't know, they, they did actually register as a charity. I'm thinking maybe they do a, a two-for-one like a one for the purchaser, one buy, for the... Buy one and give it one uh, away. Yeah, yeah yep. then I'd probably get into that. But yeah, yep. so the, it was actually... What it was is it was intended to be one for every room, not just for the house. Oh, so right. that was really where that... They're targeting cheap, and that's the reason. Yep. Because uh, they were finding that there was actually quite a bit of difference. Uh, some rooms were more seriously more effective than okay. other. Like the, the main speaker, she was saying that her daughter was getting fairly serious asthma All right. she started monitoring this and noticed that the guest room was actually much better and so she ended up moving to the guest room so, so is that, that cool. is that like a, a post earthquake thing or is no, that no, just, no, no, no. just that's an old building no. sort of thing uh, uh, well yeah there was a lot of old buildings they said that there was a, a standard in 2007 but of course the majority is the long tail yeah. of all the buildings before that it wasn't just very old ones it was ones that were still even just up to that you know cheap construction and yeah. all that yeah, it's just it's nothing to do with the earthquake. It's just New Zealand is cold and damp. Okay, right. Okay, much like Tasmania, which uh, someone else mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Similar issues here. Um, coming from a, a hot, uh, hot climate, these uh, we don't suffer a lot of cold issues. So we don't really. No, I'm from Adelaide, which both warm and dry. Yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, there's there's a lot of these things we just don't really think about it. Like there's a lot of. Um, a lot of house renovation shows and stuff from the states and the UK, and where they're they're dealing with with like literally freezing conditions. So they've got to, you know, they've got to yeah. insulate their pipes and all that sort of stuff to stop them cracking. And 
all of those things are completely alien to me. So yeah, I'm very much in favour of insulation for housing. Yep. I'm sort of thinking to myself, if I do ever get to the pro- into the property market, I want to build my own because I want to control all those aspects to make sure it's all insulated properly. Yep, yep, for sure. And, uh, of course, I think one of the things I was also mentioning that same talk is uh, that which is uh, not measured is not maintained. Yep. And so, of course, I intend to also put in very smart home features. And yep. Monitoring. Yep, for sure. Very much. So, at, like overall, have you have you liked your conference experience? Would you be thinking of? Would you like to return in future? Yes, I would like to return in future. Okay. It's been, uh, you know, it's been intense, but it only happens every now and then, so you, it kind of has to be. Yeah. And and is there anything that um, you think we could improve on? I haven't thought that far ahead yet. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, after a second go, I might have a better idea, yeah. have a more critical mind once I've sort of had some expectations set and some time to think yeah. about it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, the conference does change every year because it's, it's in a different city every year. It's a different organising team every year. Yeah. So, you know, all of the details change from year to year. So um, little things that you might like uh, this year, they might not be around next year and there might be, you know... One year there might be something really interesting that happens, but it only happens in that year. Yeah, um, could be. It, it all depends on the particular venues that they get and the particular circumstances that they come across. Oh yeah, I wonder what they, we actually had AR net this year. And I thought that was kind of cool, but I'm, now you mentioned that, I'm thinking that's probably not something that's uh, often the case. Is, do they often so, get good internet? Yeah, so Arnet Arnet has been a long time sponsor. Um, yeah. uh, sort of. Historically, Linux ConfAU has been held um, at or near universities. Yeah. Um, so we've had really strong links to uh, academia and through that, through the Arnet network. Okay, so they have actually been able to keep it up. Uh, yeah. Internet. yeah. Good. Yeah, I suppose it's just as well, especially these days, of streaming them live. Yeah. I did actually, um, they said at the uh, start, not stream while I was here. And I didn't actually, but on the, I had to go away quickly. So I had to put the bus over using my mobile internet streaming the keynote. Cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> or at least part of it. Yep. So, yeah, I guess that's... Yeah. People do use yeah. it. And I think... I think um, I, I, I don't know anymore. Like, I think it's, it's a really nice thing that we've got all of the videos recorded. And I yeah. think... Based on what I see from videos from a lot of other conferences, I do think our recordings are actually quite good. Um, like we have, we have a hardware setup so that the slides are actually captured. Like it's not just a camera looking at the slides; oh, yes. the slides are actually captured in midstream. So I think our recordings are actually really quite top notch, and I think that it makes it makes it an interesting um, archive of information later on. Yeah. Um, and I certainly, there were a couple that I missed that I wanted to go to, but due to conc- like, uh, concurrency issues, and also there was one I wanted to see that uh, I was che- chairing for a different one, so I definitely will be yeah. utilizing those resources. Yep, excellent. All right. Um, is, is, are there any, is there anything else you'd, you'd, you'd like to, to, to talk about? Uh, not especially yeah uh, no that's fine I, I, just that i discovered that wargaming sydney is not in fact a tabletop thing but in fact uh, they do actual development and were involved in right. software thing, like so, a world of tanks thing so oh okay so surprised so what our our coffee sponsor um, yes. for uh this conference is wargaming.net 
Um, so I really expected it to be like tabletop, uh, sort of Warhammer right. style. I mentioned that, and they're like, no, 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 we didn't do that. I was like, ah, oh, sorry. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen anyone win any of the prizes that they've been putting on offer, so I don't actually know what the prizes are. So I'll be very curious to find out uh, what's going on there. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you enjoyed your, your first LCA. Um, I hope that... Uh, and thank you for volunteering. I hope that uh, in future that uh, you come back and you get more and more involved. Um, the mini conferences are a good way of beginning to become a speaker. And, you know, in a few years' time, you might be speaking. You well, might be... find a subject. <laughs> you, you might be helping to organise a conference in a few years' time. So you never know. So, thank you very much. Thanks, Clinton. So, here we are again for what will probably be the final interview for Lenny's Conf AU uh, for Hacker Public Radio this year. Um, it is a very noisy afternoon tea time. Uh, straight after this, we'll go into our closing ceremony. Um, and I'm here with Kat, who uh, has been involved with the conference before, but this is her first time uh, attending as a regular attendee. Hi Clinton, how are you going? I'm going quite well. Um, so I've, I've done a number of interviews with a lot of old hands uh, for the conference, but I thought it would be, it, it sort of behoved me to, to do a couple of interviews with, with first timers or, or earlier people. Yeah. Because uh, I think, you know, we're, we're very, you know, this is my 16th, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm quite used to how things run and, and there are probably a lot of rough edges that I'm quite used to and I think sometimes the only way to, to realise to, to get an objective view of something and figure out if, if something uh, can be improved is to get an outside view. Yep. Um, so um, so I, I guess briefly give, give us a, a little bit of uh, backstory of, of how you have been involved with the conference before. Okay, so uh, my partner has been involved with LCAs and Linux um, since the very beginning I think um, and we started coming to the conference together in 2010 and in 2010 I came on the partners program um, and then I think 2012 and 2013 I volunteered and then 2015 again I went on the partners program but this year there was no partners program and I'm, I've always kind of straddled that um, you know should I be on the partners program or should I actually be like attending the conference yep. so I looked at the, um, the program this year and I thought there's quite a few talks that I'd be interested in, so maybe I'll just come along on a student ticket because I'm studying a science degree. Cool. So that's that's why I'm here. Cool. Um, so the, the partners program is is something that that has been run uh, a number of years, and the idea is that if it's if a speaker and the whole family is coming, um, make it. Uh, an easy list of things to do for the partner to do while the speaker is uh, at the conference. Yeah. So, um, generally, generally there are a, a bunch of, of uh, checklist touristy items that you you kind of have to do when you're visiting a place. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you're right. Like I think um, certainly certainly a place like like Hobart doesn't really need that sort of partners program because most things are. Uh, like there's a lot of touristy things um, close to the city, so yeah, they just didn't didn't think to run the partners program. Yeah. Uh, but they are running uh, childminding programs and stuff. So yep. uh, it's we we haven't abandoned the families at all. I think it's just changing situations and thought about it. Yeah. Uh, so so what 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 were some of the talks that um, sort of enticed you to get over the line and become a delegate? 
Um, so I, I, I'm a biologist um, and I use R a lot. Uh, so there was a talk on R here, so that was directly relevant to stuff that I do. So that was kind of like the first thing that I, uh, I thought was applicable to me. Um, and then as I started browsing the program, I actually realised that like the open knowledge type stuff and the open data, that's all stuff I'm really interested in and, again, relevant to me as a scientist who needs to use data. Yep. So that's... And, and yeah. doesn't want to have to pay through the teeth for data that the public purse has already paid for once before. Exactly, yeah. Yep, yep, cool. Um, so, so how have you found it? I've really, really enjoyed my week here. It's cool. been great. There's been very few sessions where I haven't found something to go through, even if it's not directly you know, relevant to what I'm studying or what I'm working on. It's still interesting stuff that I can go and see. Cool. So do you think you've come across anything that you'll be able to take back into your regular uh, work and, and maybe maybe found a project or an art library or something like that that you, you want to um, look at later on? I don't know. Um, possibly not, but like, does it mean that it hasn't kind of exposed my, my thinking to different ways of looking yep. at stuff? Yep. And, and have you been happy with your conference experience? Is there, is there anything that's, um, that, uh, that you haven't uh, liked that's something that we should look at fixing in the future or anything like that? No, I've really enjoyed everything I've done here. Um, there was even uh, a time at you know one of the breaks we had where I was just you know, talking to some random people that were here and um, without getting into too much detail, one of the implementations of R that I use is a GUI. Um, and so I was explaining to them that I use this thing called RStudio, which is a GUI, and they didn't make fun of me, so... Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. Because we're all hardcore command line guys yeah. here. Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah, cool. Excellent. So do you think you'll be thinking about attending again in future? Yeah, if, quite possibly. If, if the situations sort of line up? Yep. Yep, cool. Are there any other um, uh, remarks you want to make about the conference? Or you... Uh, just to say thank you to all the organisers and all the staff here. It's been fabulous. Like, couldn't do it without them. So. Yeah, everything everything's run really smoothly. We, you know, there's there's always stuff that goes on behind the scenes, and they you know they are dealing with with issues and problems that come up. But yep. uh, you know, this year I'm a regular attendee. I'm not. I'm, I don't have any behind the, the, the screen knowledge and. I I, 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 ha- I do have a little bit of grumbles about the lightning talk setup, but that's the only thing. Yep. Um, apart from that, I haven't noticed any problems or issues. So yeah, it's been it's been really good this year. All right. Well, thank you very much for the chat. No, worries, thank you, Clinton. So here I am for a, another uh, afternoon tea chat just before the closing session of Linux Conf AU. Um, I'm here with Naraj. Um, uh, it's a, it's Naraj's first time at LinuxConf AU as well. Um, so, uh, tell me a little bit about yourself and, and how you came to, to come to the conference. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, hello, I'm Niraj. Uh, I come from Seek, Seek Limited. Uh, Seek is a online uh, business where we connect candidates with hires and we have a global search platform. Uh, I came here because, you know, we started using a bunch of... Uh, like Linux and the tools and uh, started with the Unix philosophy at my uh, in my team. Uh, one of my colleagues who is actually uh, a huge fan of uh, Unix programming who used to be here before and he said he suggested last year that you know we should go uh, and I'm very fortunate to be here. So 
so so work has helped you get here. Yes. Yep. Yes. Cool. Um, so were you um, were you interested in in a particular talk or anything like that? Or were you looking forward to a particular speaker? Um, no, I. To be honest, I just didn't know what to expect. Okay. Uh, since it, this was my first time, uh, I knew that uh, from the previous talk with my colleague, he mentioned that you know it's just a bunch of people, humble people, talking about things. It's not a sales conference or anything, yeah. which I completely can see yeah, now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was more to do with what people are doing on what what they are hacking on. It's just you know projects and a uh, few bits and pieces from yeah. kernel things like that. Yeah. Fundamentally, Linux Conference has always been a technical conference, um, and we really do frown on talks that edge to the marketing side of things. Like we, you, you always like uh, you always get some talks that have a little bit of marketing in them, but we tend to frown on that. Um, so, so have you been to a lot of other conferences? Prior to this, or uh, was this sort of your your first conference experience? No, this probably would be my third conference experience. Yep. So okay. I've, I've been to a few from uh, Elastic Surge and a and a Yao conference. Yep. But that's yep. it. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, so how have you found found Linux for you? Fantastic. Excellent. Like I'm, I'm just terrified looking at what's going on outside my little world. Right. So the whole talks about open source and open data and whatnot that just opened my mind okay all cool. the keynotes were quite good excellent excellent so um, the thing that I look for at LCA is to try to come away with a few projects or libraries or languages or toolkits that I can incorporate with my daily work do you, do you think you've come across a couple of things yeah I definitely have cool. uh, yeah one of the talks I went to was more to do with data and open data and I did not know about that so um, i did a bunch of research on uh, how Australian government is giving away, not giving away, but opening up all these data assets. And uh, like, I came across this uh, hack go, which yep, is, uh, go which hack. is yep. yeah, go yep. hack. Yep. Yep. Uh, so I was just doing some research on there, and I, I think I have an idea where uh, can I use the data for barbecues and try to overlay on a map yep. with using all the open source technologies yep. I can yep. just to see what I can do with it. So, um, so for our international listeners, GovHack is sort of similar to the Coding for America initiative. Okay. So they have a sort of fairly sort of similar goal where um, uh, governments or city councils have spent the money to uh, collect a certain amount of data and they're trying to make it uh, available in an open format so that uh, external um, organisations, they can be uh, profit-driven or uh, community-driven to uh, reuse that data and get more value out of it. And because um, it's either a government or a city council has paid for it, it's like it, the public already owns it in a certain sense because it's our rates or our taxes that's already paid for it. Yep. So in Australia, uh, we've got the GovHack competition, which is a, a yearly competition where all the councils and the state governments around Australia um, they will um, highlight the new data sets that they've made available during the year and they run a weekend hacking competition to, uh, over a weekend or three or four days, come up with uh, an app or a website that makes use of that data. And, and some of these are just for community good and some of these are actually trying to 
come up with business models and business plans around that. So, um, so GovHack was started by uh, Pia Wall, who gave the, the keynotes, uh, the second keynote here. Oh, right. And and she she started that when she was working for the Australian government at federal level. Um, so that's been run for a number of years, and now GovHack has been sort of like it's. It's sort of run under the auspices of Linux Australia, so that has been sort of transferred from uh, government to Linux Australia. It's so it is uh, so GovHack is run like it's a conference run under Linux Australia. It's a I don't understand the details exactly, but the same umbrella organisation that makes uh, Linux AU and Python AU run. He yep. also runs GovHack. Oh, okay. So, so oh, that's good to know. There's a continuity of, of, of um, oversight there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of the projects that I think that, you know, inspired me. There are, like, my my head right now is just exploding. Yep. Especially with today's keynote, I just go, okay, what? Well, I'm going to have to watch that one at, like, half speed, I think, to yep. try and... Yep. Yep. To t- just, just to digest the information yep. in that talk. Yeah, yep. I just had to do that. Like uh, even the Internet of Things, I never found myself uh, interacting with electronics for some reason before, and all of a sudden I'm so much interested that I started. Yep. Like I already bought Raspberry Pi; it's sitting at my office desk now. And uh, yeah, uh, the whole Internet of Things and the small hardware devices or the small things—they just—they're just inspiring. Yep. I have a couple of ideas around them. Yep. A couple cool. of ideas for our work to implement. So cool. yeah. Cool. I'm, I'm, I'm very glad to hear that you've been inspired like that. Um, so has, has there been any parts of the conference that you haven't enjoyed or that you, you think that could, could use some improving? Or um, To be honest, um, I enjoyed most part of it, but there, there were times where I couldn't find something that impressed me. I think that's just normal, you know, not, not everything would interest you. Yep, right. Um, although I pushed myself out of my comfort zone and I ended up going to CPU architectures and kernels, which is a core part of Linux anyway. Yep. Yep. Um, so I ended up going there and again, there was an inspiration there uh, where I was thinking to start contributing in FreeBSD, uh, like just to see what's out there, how, how does it work with the kernel? Not that I don't know about kernel, but just to contribute and see how the merges and what it is yep. for maintenance. Uh, maintainers, what does it mean for them, yep. how hard it is or how simple it is and things like that. Because yep. most of the talks were um, concentrated enough on maintainers and they don't scale and those sort of things. So, yeah, I just want to understand all, yep. cool. more of them. Cool. But, yeah, I mean, overall, the conference is superbly managed. Um, yeah, I can't can't see any flaws really. Excellent, cool. Well, it sounds like um, you'll be interested in coming back in future years. Definitely. Excellent. Definitely. Cool. Well, what I can what, what I would suggest to you is is you're inspired now. Um, I would work on some projects and think about submitting a talk for, for next year. Um, you might not feel that you, you you're confident enough to try and submit a talk to the main part of the conference. Uh, but we've got the, the mini conferences that uh, can be easy to get a talk into. So I um, take take that um, inspiration that you're feeling now, um, 
uh, see if you can turn that into a, a presentation for next year and, and uh, submit, submit a talk for next year. Definitely, I'll try to do that. Excellent. Cool. Uh, 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 is there anything else that you'd like to add? No. Nope. Cool. Okay. Well, um, hopefully, I'll see you next year. Thank no you very problem. much. You will. Cheers. Right. Thanks, Cheers. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.